think he's telling me I can start. <laughs> Plus, I know there's like prizes at the end in the opening, so you want to get there early, right? <laughs> oh, that's okay. No offense. Um, my name is Crystal Foss. I'm the Youngstown Warren Girls Ministries rep. Um, I am a school teacher by trade, so getting up here to speak in front of adults is not my favorite thing to do. Um, if, if you're all 10 and uh, would talk while I'm talking, I'd probably feel much better. This makes me feel totally comfortable because I do that about 10 times during a class. I am an intervention specialist, so I work with special education students um, in the fourth grade. Uh, I say God has a funny way. I used to be a band director and I worked with large number of students and I had a heart for girls ministries girls were always where my heart was then I became a special education teacher and guess what I teach primarily boys and so when you talk about the differences between boys and girls I see a huge difference between the way they learn the way they interact the things that they do so it's one of the reasons why girls ministries is still on my heart for example my I have this year I have six boys and one girl and my boys are great at there's a there's a chair in my room that is different than all of the others my boys race to see who can get that one chair guys it's a chair it's the same size it just has wheels the girl walks in the door I love your nails today. Mrs. Foss, they're not doing what they're supposed to. She wants to talk to me from the moment she walks <laughs> in the door. But I was asked to present on girls' ministries out of the box, some ideas that are different. Now, again, I'm a teacher. I don't like to stand up and lecture. So eventually I'm going to turn this over to you to do some of the thinking, talking, and get some ideas going. So. If you're not into that, I'm sorry. For me to teach out of the box, I'm about as in the box as you can get when it comes to girls' ministries. I'm a product of girls' ministries. I started girls' ministries because a lady in my church approached my mom. We started going to church when I was in about the third grade. And in the third grade, my mom goes to church. She's new to church. And the Prim's sponsor, um, bugged my mom bugged my mom every week you need to bring your daughter to this girls group I have you need to bring your daughter to this girls group I had so my mom finally relented <laughs> and I started going to girls group I continued through the program I completed the program and I became a leader in the program and then I became an area rep all in the traditional thing I became my my prim sponsor led me to the Lord my sparts my star sponsors spent time at the altar with me and um, prayed with me while I sought the baptism of the Holy Spirit. My um, junior high aged leaders were the ones that mentored me and talked to me about making good decisions as I was a junior high student and being accountable for my, but it was all within the church, all within a very traditional setting. So when you ask me to do out of the box, I'm like, but I'm about as in the box as you can get. And I would never tell you to negate that never forget that there's in fact I used to go to youth events and girls events and think I don't have a testimony I'm not one of those people that I went to camp and God did this big thing in my life and I feel called to missions or I did this and I I and it was a, a, a lady when I was 27 years old at a girls ministries event that took both my cheeks she said your your, that is your testimony. Your testimony is you were held for a purpose. You're held to be an example for those girls that just walked the walk. So don't negate the traditional approach to girls' ministries mentoring. So I wanted to start with saying by that is to me, if you're ministering to girls and you're pouring into them like each one of those ladies did to me because eventually my mom figured out the best way to have a Christian girl that goes up with a Christian view is to surround her with Christian women. Not one youth pastor, 
not one kidman leader, not one senior pastor, but a group of people so that no matter who she turns to, she gets that biblical worldview. And so when you think about out-of-the-box ministries, you have to boil it down to the purpose of growth ministries, whether it's the traditional approach or the out-of-the-box approach, to see every girl moving towards a deeper relationship with Christ and realize her importance and potential in the kingdom of God. That's what each one of those ladies did for me. They showed me Christ, and they showed me my importance and potential all the way up until I was 27 years old. I still had an older lady, and I still have older ladies, Miss Linda, that speak into (laughs) my life and mentor me, and that's all it is. A lot of the times we think out of the box means do I want to have badges or no badges. To me, that's not what that means. That's in the box, out of the box. That's just a part of what we do, okay? And if you go back to the original purpose of girls' ministries was to win girls to Christ through love and acceptance, to teach them to obey everything Jesus commanded, to provide, encourage, and support and accountability through lasting Christian relationships, to help the girls develop their Christian gifts and abilities, and to equate them with the Great Commission. Is that any different if you're in the box or you're out of the box? I hope not. So the first thing we want to look at is why. And I'm going to talk about the whys, and I'm going to turn some things over to you to think about. Okay? Research says that girls learn more deeply and quickly when taught by a role model. Relationships. You want to provide a safe space for girls to discuss issues they face with a godly perspective. And I like to share this story. Um, This is my husband's favorite dessert. It's marble bars. I'm 99.9% sure it's a recipe off the box of a Philadelphia cream cheese box. (laughs) Okay? 99.9% sure. But it's his grandma's marble bars. Because when I got the recipe, I didn't get the Philadelphia cream cheese version. I got the, well, you need a box and a half of cream cheese, which, Emily, I gave you this recipe last night. So if you need the, the extra version, call me. But I go ahead and use two whole boxes because it just tastes better. I like the yellow stuff on top. She says, and it says a third of a cup of sugar, but if you're going to put a little bit more cream cheese in, you need a little bit more of that. Okay? The whole recipe is like that. Well, you need this. It says this, but I do it this way. And I I look at our Christian walk that way. We have the Bible. The Bible's our guide. We can all read it. But we all need somebody to come along inside and say, but I learned this when I went through that. Or look here. And that's what mentoring is to me. Everybody needs somebody that's going to give them that little extra and show them the, the way they learned or let me help you walk through that based on something I know. The other thing that scares me (coughs) when I look at research and relationships, I was driving to work, and I wish I wasn't driving because I would have loved to have written this down for this workshop, but it said the radio show I was listening to was talking about the fact that atheism is on the decline. But in the very next sentence, they said, but the other thing that is on, our, is on a decline is our children do not have a biblical worldview. Then what are we doing? So <coughs> the next thing, the why, is we want girls to have an opportunity to discover God's love and desire for a re- he, that he has for a relationship with them and as a world that they've done. And to learn that God's word can be fun. Fun. They can learn skills and to choo- learn to choose behaviors that please God. And the last one, Miss Linda, this is for you. It's biblical. <laughs> we all know Titus 2, but I went back and reread it. And I read the notes in my Bible, and this jumped off in the, from the notes in my Bible. If you are in an age or in a position where people look up to you, 
make sure that you are being an example to the younger believers so that they know to live in a way that honors God. As women, we can't ignore that. It tells the older women we should be teaching the younger women. So it's right there. We, we have to. We ca- it's not an option for us not to be mentoring girls. So with that being said, anybody guess what my next question to you is going to be? I'm going to give you all an index card, and I don't know where that bag of pens that you gave me. It was in my bag, but it is missing. So I hope you all have something to write on. Somebody asked me, any of my ladies want to help pass out? Listen to me call you my lady. (laughs) I'm going to ask, as we're working through this, um, anybody else want to? The, the OGM reps are sitting there. <laughs> um, I'm going to ask that a little bit more about myself. A couple years ago, I had an opportunity to complete a master's degree, and I did, got my master's degree in instructional design. And when you study instructional design, if you were going to be an instructional designer, you could go in and work for a company or a school that wants to change a system or that wants to develop something for use within their company. And the first thing you start out with are the questions that that company wants answered. I don't think I could stand up here and give you enough ways to technically do girls ministries out of the box. Because I don't know enough about what your area, your church, your neighborhoods look like. So we're going to take some time this morning, and this is out of my box because I like to fill time. Teachers don't like silence. Um, about three minutes wait time is all I got. <laughs> um, I want everybody to take a minute with that index card and a pen, and I'm going to be honest. I have my own who as well. I actually have two. So I want you to prayerfully ask God, what girls you have influence over who would be your who even if it's one girl it could be names it could be types of girls and I'm not going to make everybody share out loud but like I'll give you my example Um, one of the things that God has laid on my heart for a while is one of the places I think we need girls ministries is an after school program Maybe that's your who. Maybe you want to partner with your local school and say, how can I support maybe a little after-school study session but get a little Jesus in there too? Um, My second who, and this will stretch some of you in a different way, is who am I mentoring to lead girls? Maybe your who is adult women that you think would be good mentors for girls. So I'm going to set up for a minute or two. And I just want you to write your own personal who. Maybe it's a daughter, your daughter's friend. Who would be your who? have some idea, somebody maybe that God has dropped into your heart. Anybody want to share? Maybe they think they have a who that nobody's thought of. I play a game with my kids that we're working on words and they have to try to beat the other team by coming up with a who that nobody else has. If you don't, that's okay. Um, 
call. Girls are walking in some dark places, aren't they? Like this public school. we've missed something that they're in their 20s and feeling apprehensive and we need to feel like we need to fill in that gap. All right, anybody want to guess the next slide? Tell my kids, make a prediction. What? <laughs> what? What are you going to present them with? I told you, I'm about as in the box as they can come. I will not tell you not to do the traditional meet with your clubs once a week and do that with them. I think it's fabulous. I love it. I, that's one of my favorite things to do, a weekly thing at church. But we're in a situation where a lot of churches aren't doing that. After COVID, they didn't get back to a midweek service or they didn't get back to doing what we used to do or maybe they're changing directions. Um, so... Maybe what you're going to use, instead of using, maybe you're going to use part of the traditional curriculum. Pick a topic. You can order the, those materials separately. You do not have to do the whole kit and caboodle. For example, if I'm working with a group of junior high girls and I see that they're having trouble with self-confidence, maybe I order the book that has the units on self-esteem and I teach just those lessons and that's what we focus on. Maybe for something like you, they have um, day books. Maybe you want to shoot out a group text that has an encouraging word or encouraging Bible verse to your teen, and they'd be right there in those free downloadable day book. That's girls' ministries. You're still touching their life. Maybe that's a start of something. Maybe it'll grow into something more if you've used something like that. I also noticed um, on the national website they have some free new downloadable group guides and there was quite a few topics giving uh, I can't remember now I didn't write them down but there was quite a few topics in there and it was just a, maybe you want to meet with girls once a month and you want to present a short lesson it was all there it was free to download on the um, National Girls Ministries website which I can give you later teen girls there's the hot topics are still there and you can pick a topic that your girls are dealing with I do think that you have to have a what planned in your mind that you're going to present them with. Because I do think we're going to give an account. If God brings us girls to minister to and God brings us girls to mentor, have a plan. Have the materials that you're using with them. Because we will give an account for the what we did with them while they were in our care. Um, did I miss any? Resources wise, well, 
I think what I'm hearing you say. Are there, are there two versions of it then? Well, no, there's not two versions. And I'll use an ex a personal example. When I was teaching Friends Club, the junior high age group, and a lot of my girls completed, and we did the traditional model when I was teaching. And I had one little girl come out of STARS, and she said, Miss Crystal, I really want to come to your group, but I don't want to be an honor friend. I just feel like it's going to be too much with my school. And I said, honey, you're welcome. Come do the lessons with us. I still made sure I did everything for my girls that wanted to finish, but I didn't pressure her to finish. I just invited her to come, and I loved on her while she was like, guess what? She finished. <laughs> but you don't have to do every little check and box with every little girl. Um, you don't have to read every word in every lesson. Sometimes there were weeks that this lesson they were really into, and it took me two weeks to cover it. And the next week, oh, this lesson's a little light, so I'm going to put these two together. It, it, it's not so scripted that you have to do exactly everything. If you want to honor, you do have to complete the lessons, complete the Bible reading, complete the memory check. That part, if you want to honor, is still there. But you don't have to honor. That's the part that's out of the box. And I do. people think, well, I either have to be in the box or out of the box. I don't think so. You know? You can always, okay, I have a group of girls that don't want to honor, and I have one that does. You could pull that guy, girl aside separately and help her do what she needs to do to finish and still not upset the balance of having a lesson. But all of those habits that Girls Ministries encourages, reading the Bible, memorizing scripture, studying his word, can be done with a badge or without badge. And it doesn't have to be two different things. But I'm saying there are other resources to be used in other ways, like the day book. I think they're great to give girls, or in a situation like you're in, you want to insert a little bit and give your girls a little bit. That day book is a good resource for you. Um, any other questions on what? My cronies back there, did I miss any resources? They're giving me a thumbs up. All right. What's my next question? We did Y already. Oh, there's my resources. Oh, I forgot the sleepover. See, huh? <laughs> there is a free downloadable sleepover guide, and they catalog all the old ones. So even if you don't want to do the current one, you want a topic that fits one of the old ones. Crafts are there. Games are there. Food. Snacks. Decorations. A schedule. It's all right there. If you want to plan just a one-day event for your girls or you want to do a little snippet of it, you have that. And there's teen girl, what do they call them, retreat yeah. packets in there, too, that are free and downloadable for you at the National Girls Ministries website. Anything else that I miss? When? To me, the, sky, always, <laughs> to me, the sky's the limit here once a week at church. Maybe you want to partner with your youth group and be a small group breakout. Maybe you want to partner with your kids men and do a small group breakout. Maybe you do it once a month, twice a month. Sunday school. After school. Go ahead. Yeah. That's why that's what I say it. Where is it like one of the towns one of the towns that I know, they have a community center. And they do an after-school program. Maybe you can partner with them and say, "Hey, I'd like to have a meeting here with girls, and and do some do some activities like that." I have a friend in um, the Youngstown Warren area. When you talk about going where the girls are, she's partnering with the um, group home for foster kids, and she's taking the girls' ministries curriculum, and she went and did the the group homes training to be able to be certified to be in the group home so she's taking the girls ministries curriculum into the foster care system and, and using it that way so to me it's what where, where the girls are 
then, you know, if they're not in your church, then, then you have to maybe do something different. Meet at a restaurant. Meet at a park in the nice weather. Meet in your home. If your church is doing home groups, if we say we as adults need a small group doing life together type thing, how much more do our kids need a small group doing life together thing? Oh, maybe you're the drop-off point so that their parents can go to the small group thing. I, the sky's the limit. And that's why I said I can't put together a list of all the different ways. It's, it's you guys. And I will say as you're planning and thinking about some of these out-of-the-box things, if you're not doing it in conjunction with your church and you're not coming under that authority, please reach out to the network office and, and talk to Danielle about what you need to come under to do it safely and to do it correctly so that you're under somebody's authority. So what she may do is plug you in with, I think Deb, aren't you plugged in with a group that's doing a, and they're under you, working under you in your area? Yeah. So I know we have some groups out there where they're not specifically doing it at a church. I think it's even multiple churches coming together to meet down to one church. Um, but they went through the network office and they plugged them in with the rep that is in their area to kind of oversee that. So I will caution you with that. Dream. Dream big. Know where the girls are because they've got a lot of places to be. Anybody have anything to add to when or questions about when? What's next? Where? We've kind of talked about it. Where they are. Any ideas on crazy places where you could do it? Places you know where girls are. Any ideas? Anywhere else? Coffee shops? Starbucks is big. <laughs> the mall. Um, anywhere where you could meet with the girls. Library. I cannot tell you, I've recently discovered how hopping the library is. I live in a small rural community, and I didn't know that was the place to hang out as a teenager. But, oh my goodness, there are a ton of kids at the library. My library has a free community room that you could go in and use to meet with girls. But yeah, I did not realize the library was the place to be till the last few months. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, any other wares? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Have a meal together. Cook a meal together. Wow, teach them a skill. <laughs> Teach them a life skill on top of giving them Jesus. Uh, I know some clubs, girls only, because the high school girls get, get busy. They meet once a month, twice a month at somebody's house. They have a meal together. They do some Bible study. You know, like I said, it's not your traditional whatever. Virtual. My daughter did virtual girls' ministries. There are virtual lessons on the website now that are there for you to use. Um, I had one. I, oh, how about, this one came to me in the car on the way down here. How about mother and daughter girls ministry? Men are in. Oh! <laughs> Breakfast. Yeah. Fun, fun part. 
<laughs> I got somebody excited. Um, I, but I thought, how cool would that be to just even have a mother and mothers and daughters meet once once a month, pick a topic. And I can't tell you how much I learned from prepping even a stars a third through fifth grade lesson. If you've got young mothers, you're showing them how to teach their girls. At, so why not mother and daughter girls ministries? Maybe you want to do it once a year and come visit the OGM reps at our OGM events and attend the girls' retreat. You don't have to have traditional girls' ministries to attend our events. Third through fifth grade is June 9th and 10th. We have a camping experience for girls in August 26th to 28th. There we go. <laughs> And the teen girl event is in February. February. Anybody is welcome. And again, you could bring mothers and daughters to that. You, it, it doesn't. Your pastor would just have to sign off on the, the fact that he recognizes the adults can all come with your girls. Um, so there's all kinds of wares and whys. And you don't have to have the badge. You don't need a badge for that. Anybody that was at Time Apart would know my spiel on you don't need a, a um, badge for that. We've talked a lot about the house. It's just a simple thing of one lady with a heart to mentor at least one girl. And I bet you it grows from there. Because when you get a heart for the girls, you don't want to reach just one. But you got to start somewhere. say that anything I've presented here is new, new, it's all stuff we've talked about, but I think with the way society is right now, we're having to look at different ways. Uh, do, does anybody else have a different way to speak to that?
if you go back to that why or that original purpose, it doesn't have anything to do with honor. It has to do with relationships. And if you talk about the way girls learn and the way girls do things, it's all relational. Like my little girl, I, my, my nails are funky colors, not because I'm a funky person. This is how I connect with some of my young girls because they'll come in and they'll start a conversation with me about my nails. Oh, your nails have flat smiles on them. Yeah, because I'm, I'm getting too old to be cool, so i got to do something different. <laughs> but, and I think if you would look at even any of our events, that's our heart is the relationship. We always plan things intentionally at every single event we do that the girls are doing with the people from their church because they go home with the people from their church. They go home with their mom. They go home and they, you're the one that they watch walk it out, not me, not any of these ladies. So what we want to do is provide a place where you can build that relationship. It, it doesn't have anything to do with traditional clubs, and that's the box that we're trying to get out of. Not that we want to do away with it, but understand all girls are welcome at any of our events. We want all girls. If you want to reach Ohio for Jesus, wouldn't it be exciting if every girl in Ohio had somebody pouring into them in a relational way. That changes the home. Oh my gosh, do we say every day that part of the problem in the school is the fact that the home is breaking down. Well, how about if every one of us was mentoring somebody? Wouldn't that change the world for Jesus? That's all we're asking. When you get out of the box, that means you can do pretty much anything that is teaching them a biblical worldview and teaching them about Jesus and helping them to develop those godly habits like Bible reading and memorization and prayer. We don't need a badge for that. We don't have to be in that box. If you like that box and that carrot works for your girls, then yay, keep doing it. But if it doesn't work for where you are or it's not where your girls are, do something different but mentor your girls I can't tell you how many people will call and say well I can't get enough leaders so I can't have all those clubs pick the age that you have the most of and go with that lesson Yes, you might have to help the five-year-olds if you're doing the third through fifth grade lesson or ooh, teach your fifth graders to help the five-year-olds. Then you're mentoring leadership out of your own girls. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. They don't, your kindergartners can do the third through fifth grade curriculum. You may just have to change the activity page a little bit. That doesn't mean you haven't done it. Does that make sense? And the other, the other thing I hear often is, well, we don't have enough leaders to do our boys and girls separate. Maybe you don't separate for the whole time. Maybe you do some things together. I know Faith Church does a lot of that, where the boys and the girls are together, and then they break off for a part of the time for intentional mentoring and intentional things that are designed just for girls or just for boys. But let's face it, there are some things that both boys and girls like to do. I really was sad when one gentleman came up to me and said, my girl doesn't want to be in girls' ministries because they don't get to do any of the fun stuff that the Rangers do. And I'm like, have you been to Powett? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> have you camp? You can do all of those things with the girls. Call one of us.
behave this way. Oh, by the time they're in fourth grade, honey. <laughs> Valentine's Day, I can tell you every year when Valentine's Day rolls around in fourth grade, the girls discover the boys. And I'm like, Valentine's Day, like clockwork. Like, <laughs> yeah. Not, not my school, not usually sweetest day, but in my school, Valentine, we have the Valentine's party, and right away we got, oh, so-and-so likes so-and-so, and I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any other questions? Ask, you have, you have lots of people to answer. Burning questions. I'll put the, there's the national... Okay. Woohoo! Woo <laughs> Other people can say things that you as mom, you could say it over and over. I use my own daughter as a case in point. She just started at Kent State, so I have a Christian girl going to a, a public university. And um, had I said, hey, when you get there, you need to go find Chi Alpha and sign up, she's like, mom. But Bridget Wooten said, when you get there, go look Chi Alpha up. You need to get involved with that boy on the first day. She went right to that booth. She signed up. She's all plugged in. Had I told her, I don't, I mean, it sounds bad, but I don't think she would have. But because another woman that I had surrounded her with spoke it to her, it meant something and that's that whole surrounding, so that when she goes to that public university, hey, as a Christian girl, you need to be plugged in. You need to protect yourself. I just got goosebumps. Yeah. <laughs> she needed it. She needed it. And I said, if you give me a gift, then here's the letter to her. I was probably in her first grade. And uh, it reminded me of her. And it was probably the most powerful gift. And um, not that that makes her my target, but I see. 
It, it goes it goes back to that doing life, whether you're at an event. and the, When you come to an event, the girls get to see you out of your church box. They get to see you when you're tired. They get to see you when you're in a crisis. They get to see you when you're having fun. You're doing life with, they learn. I still remember my middle school girls' ministry leader saying to me, because we were, we were talking about boys, and she goes, you know what my husband wanted to do? And she began to share what her fiance that he he wanted them to move in together and she shared how she stood firm i still to this day can remember her telling me that story because we were doing life together she was sharing her life it's that recipe god's word says this and this is what i faced and this is how i faced it that's what god's asking us to do Did you want to follow that?
The resources a lot of them I talked about, there's the website if you need to jot it down on that little card. Um, also, Ohio Girls Ministries, you'll find all of our, a way to catch up with all of us. Ask. We I love to brainstorm with people. I love to problem solve with people. Our OGM Facebook group, yeah. Um, there's a lot of ideas that come through there. Anything else, ladies? Meet. Group me. Okay. There's a remind app. Yeah. Anything else? <laughs> Didn't you just? Yeah. Any other questions? 